the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back. We have a lot of callers on hold. Stay there. I promise we'll get to you. I wanted to bring on a a good old friend of mine, Jackie, from the Jackie Daly Show. Jackie Daly uh, hosts the radio show at Blaze Media. She's also a senior fellow at the Texas Public Policy Foundation, a skilled attorney and a former legal counsel to the Subcommittee on the Constitution at the U.S. House of Representatives, who has uh, been following everything that's going on. And it's just it's an opinion and set of thoughts I wanted to bring to you and get. Jackie, dear friend, how are you? I'm doing great today, Seth. How are you? I'm doing fine. It's really nice to hear your voice and have you with us today. Um, Thank you. You've seen it all. You've litigated a lot. Um, Tell me what's the status of the election as you see it right now, Jackie. Right now, obviously, I'm going to I'm going to have to disclose to you that I am pro Trump. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I, we will not purge that. you for that. There are no purges here. I'll start there. Uh, what I'll tell you is that there is more than one path to victory, even now, for Donald John Trump. I mean, I'm on the ground here in Arizona, helping out the Trump legal team, and. I'm probably a little more optimistic than, than the general mood, but everybody knows there is a way that it can be done, that it doesn't matter what the news stations say. They are in charge of absolutely nothing. They are absolutely not legal or official at all. Um, but we feel right now good about Arizona, for starters. Um, I don't know how much of this percolates out onto the Internet, but we get ballot dumps every so often. And right now, you know, Biden is up by about 15,000 votes. There are 77,000 votes outstanding. And many of those are coming in from red counties, plus military votes, which break heavily for Republicans. So, I mean, as of right this second, Donald Trump never lost the state. He never lost the state. It's outrageous that Fox News would dare to call this state at 9.42 p.m. Arizona time, election night, with like 64% of the vote outstanding or more. Um, so, first of all, you know, be encouraged. But also, no, we have not lost Georgia. We, but we definitely believe we have not lost North Carolina. Um, Georgia's tight, but we have so many irregularities there. And we believe we have a way to get standing to have the courts open up the records and do signature verification and other things, which will show that, in fact, a whole lot of votes are in the count that should not be. So we're very hopeful about Georgia because it's only 10,000 votes. And beyond that, you've got the recounts in Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, Pennsylvania is going to be super special. I can't even tell you. Um, <laughs> some of the plans. It's going to be super <laughs> special. That's good. Okay. Super Go. special. It will be historic. Um, there are several legal plans um, for, for uh, I'm saying Philadelphia, but it's really Pennsylvania. And some of them you've seen, right? The campaign has filed suit. 
um, on things like booting out election observers and all that kind of stuff. But um, I can tell you some of the brightest minds in the country are on this. And I've been read in on a couple of the plans, and even I was impressed. I mean, I've spent my life doing this stuff. I was like, wow, that's really cool. So I'm telling you, we are not beaten down. It's hard. I can't believe the news. I, I would I would actually recommend that nobody watch the news because they lie to you. Any news station that would call Arizona or Biden lied to you. So why listen to them? It's right. depressing. It's upsetting. Well, they they've gotten so much wrong. We're supposed to accept now that they've got everything right. But Jackie, I don't know if you were apprised of this um, or if you saw it uh, earlier in the day on the Neil Cavuto show. Are you aware of what he did to Kaylee McEnany? Um, Kaylee McEnany, no, no. Kaylee McEnany, and Rona McDaniel, and one of the attorneys you may or may not be working with—it doesn't matter—but one of the attorneys uh, for the campaign were holding a press conference, and they were outlining what you were effectively outlining. And Neil Cavuto cut away. Do you want to play the? You want? Let me it, it, listen to what he did. He cut away. I have the audio. Bear with me. And he said this. Illegal votes. Well, well, well. I, I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want so he sure. cut her off there as Whoa. she was making allegations. I went over to C-SPAN because I wanted to hear what she had to say. And she and Rona and the attorney did exactly what Neil said. Unless she does, we're not going back. Neil Cavuto never went back. And then they went through all the allegations. I just couldn't believe it. I, it's as if Fox wants to commit suicide before the American people here on this election. It's as if they have some kind of media death wish or or you tell me, Jackie. I mean, I have never seen anything like it. Kaylee McEnany isn't saying anything that William Barr isn't saying. William Barr, I right. don't know if you saw this. He just we were criticizing him a little bit, just a little in the last hour. He he just he has just authorized federal prosecutors across the country to pursue substantial allegations of voter irregularities. Good. Well, and and you know, it's a shame that they need his permission. I mean, it's the law, you right. know. Right. And um I would say um Kaylee and Rana are very measured professional, accurate women. Um, I trust them. I'm sure that whatever they said was appropriate and not, you know, spurious allegations. What people don't understand is that when you're on the inside, you have so much more information than everyone else. Of course. So, like, it's hard for me to watch, you know, social media and all these people saying, you know, Trump is claiming fraud with absolutely zero evidence. Right. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? There's mountains of evidence. Yeah, they just won't oh, report the evidence. It's it's Trump is alleging fraud based on evidence we won't report. That's that that would be the honest way for them to cover this. Yeah, and people believe it because they see that like CNN put an article up that says there's no evidence of fraud. People believe that. Mm-hmm. Well, CNN wouldn't know. Okay, they're not the people investigating. They're not on the ground. They're, they're not out here doing the work. I am, and other people are. I mean, so I just, um, I would urge caution in trusting um, news stations, Good. I'm sorry to say. Good. And so, you know, shame on Neil Cavuto. You know, I've always liked him, um, but you've seen this out of Fox, mm-hmm. like calling Arizona. Mm-hmm. This is something where um, I've been hearing about it coming on for a long time. You know, the founder of Fox News died. And his heirs took over. Mm-hmm. If they are very liberal, 
So I think you're seeing the influence of those kids taking over, and you saw they, they immediately began getting rid of some of their best talent. Mm-hmm. They got rid of O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. There goes Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Here goes someone else. Trish Reagan. Commentators. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so these are the people that had some of the best ratings for the network. It's like, wait a minute. Why would you do that mm-hmm. to yourself? Mm-hmm. Why would you? I mean, even if O'Reilly had a problem, and he's a creep, you know, I don't know. Uh, he might be. Then correct the problem. Discipline him. Find him. Suspend him. Whatever. But they know millions of Americans want to tune into him, and that's where they get their, you know, trusted conservative commentary. And now it's gone. Period. So watch for the competitor to Fox spring up. I'm telling you, there's a lot in the works right now to create the new and improved version of Fox News. Good. Um, you haven't seen it yet. There's like you know, OAN is great. Um, Newsmax TV is great. All of these things might be an element of it, but um, you're going to see a brand new network soon. I think. Great. Great. We are talking yeah. to Jackie Daly, the host of the Jackie Daly Show, constitutional litigator, among other things, um, and her website, JackieDaly.com. Jackie, we are being asked from a universe of media to believe something that they asked us not to look at and wouldn't cover and investigate when it came to the Hunt, Hunter Biden and uh, the Hunter Biden Biden revelations emails that the New York Post put up. I don't know why we're supposed to turn on a dime and say, ah, yes, we as Republicans, ah, yes, this media, this media is the one that really knows how to investigate and cover investigative issues. They wanted to act as if that story didn't exist. This is social media that banned the republication of that story. This is nothing different. And I don't know why people are freaking out this week or latter days of last week, given what we have seen for the last four years. I really don't understand the freak out. Well, you know what's even getting worse than, you know, at least the Hunter Biden thing is then being purely partisan. It's highly salacious. It sizzles. You know, it's wrapping everything in bacon. Um, <clears throat> that is a, you can see right through what they're doing. Yep. What is actually um, even scarier is I received a note from a, a listener today, which basically said there was an article about mathematical um, certainties, things we can know and not know explaining how, like, Wisconsin's 89% turnout cannot be correct. Oh, Jackie, that's a huge like a point, and I got, I got to hit a... Can you stay one more segment if I put you on hold yeah. right here? Do you have time yeah, for yeah, one yeah. more? Sure. Oh, that would be yes. great. You know how this works. <laughs> I'm Seth <laughs> yes, <Lisa>. I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's Jackie Daly. She's usually on the other side of this microphone. We'll be right back. It's a delight to have Jackie Daly, host of the Jackie Daly Show on Blaze Media, with us. She's a senior fellow at the Texas Public Policy Foundation. She is a litigator, a constitutional law scholar, and a former uh, legal counsel to the Subcommittee on the Constitution at the uh, U.S. House of Representatives. Jackie, uh, right before the break, uh, you were just talking about some of the things that unless you know where to look, you're not going to get from most media and you were talking a little bit about Wisconsin which I thought was an incredible thing uh, what they were what they were showing with voter turnout do, do you want to reprise that for a moment for us Wisconsin had about 89% voter turnout um, you only see that high a turnout in dictatorship where you get killed 
if you don't show up. That's the only place. That does not happen in the U.S. I think in the past, um, most states have a record of like 73% at a as high. the height of yeah. all time. Yeah, it's a high. Right. Um, so 89% is ridiculous. And so a friend of mine who is not very conservative, uh, but is an evolutionary biologist, very good with numbers, immediately said, whoa, this is not possible, and flagged me to it. Um, and so I began studying this, and the Wall Street Journal started raising it, uh, Kim Strassel, and then um, you'd think something as basic as math would not be censorable, right? Like surely we can use mathematical models and talk about math. No, you can't. I received a note today from someone who tried to tweet an article from Gateway Pundit that basically explained why there's a law called Benford's Law that shows um, when numbers have been fabricated as opposed to being natural. And it's used to detect vote fraud all over the world. And they're saying Benford's Law shows that there was probably a lot of fraud in Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Milwaukee. And it has a graph and all that. This person tweeted it. And then other people retweeted it. And then guess what? Their accounts got suspended from social media for tweeting this article. It's wow. just an article about math. Wow. You know? And so this is how scary it's getting. You, I mean, basically, there's nothing you can say that is not pro-Democrat that won't get you in trouble. And you're hearing, like, these scary stories about, um, like, friends and partners in law firms yep. or big real estate firms yep. who are getting shut down by yep. their HR department. Yep. Um, if they so much as retweet Colonel Allen West, mm-hmm. they get called in for a meeting mm-hmm. and threatened. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're senior partners, how successful they are, what awards they've won for diversity or ethics. It doesn't matter. And so that is really worse than... <laughs> what we faced before, which is government interference. You know, there's always a solution in court for a government violation. In the private sector, if they want to behave that way, it's very hard to fight back. And most people will never bother. They just censor themselves. In their private lives online, I said to my friends, okay, if that's going on, then surely there's a niche market. Leave and hire, or you start your own firm Mm -hmm. and put on the website, you will not be required to check your brains or your values or your morals here. You will not be required to give up your right to privacy and a private life mm-hmm. and private views. Mm-hmm. Apply with us, you know, because people want out from under this Gestapo you know, regime. The oppression is so, real. I mean, it's real, and it's affecting law firms who are willing to work with uh, the RNC or the president's re-election campaign. I never thought I would see that day. You know, law firms that brag about uh, defending uh, death row uh, inmates, uh, criminals of all kinds, uh, but somehow uh, representing the president on election integrity is beyond the pale. And, you know, thank, all I can say is thank God for, for, you know, things like talk radio. Thank God for people like you. But there is. And you. Well, if there isn't a purge, there, there is certainly a preemptory silencing and an attempt, an attempt to coerce people 
into um, into silence on this and into non-action. And I, I, I got to tell you, I just think it's unhealthy for democracy. I mean, if we lose, we lose. But let's know it was integral. Let's know it was uh, an election with integrity in some very odd circumstances, to put it no higher, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that Republicans are not afraid of an honest outcome. We're not afraid of an honest count. I'll tell you what, I believe there was rampant fraud um, in all the swing states. And I believe that if we get close, as we will, Trump will demand recounts. You know what? If we get close, like in Georgia, North Carolina, and Biden can request a recount, or in Arizona, you know what? I think he might not, because I don't think they want to invite scrutiny right. of right. the situation. Right. I really don't. Right. Like, I think if they lose, they're going to have to accept it, because they don't want anybody looking underneath the <laughs> the layers yeah. to see how we got here. So um, I think the next month and a half are going to be like very exciting times to be alive. And just buckle up, because I think we're about to learn more about how our Constitution really works than we think we ever dreamed we could know. There's a lot to an election, you know, with the electors, the state legislatures. It's so, there's so much to it that we never see. For us, it usually ends election night or election week. But that's not really how it's ever worked. So now we'll get to follow it, piece by piece, just like 2000, only much more moving parts and a lot more drama, a better plot. Maybe a better plot, but, you know, 2000 is instructive. I like what Byron York said this morning. He said, what the Democrats did to Trump's 2016 victory was the longest and most weaponized accusation of election fraud and cheating in the history of America. People forget that, but he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, that's right. How long do we have to hear that he was not a legitimately elected right. president right. the whole time. From Hillary so, and, you know, I, was, I was reading um, about the Joe Lieberman-Al Gore ticket yep. in 2000. Yep. And so Lieberman's talking about it, and he says, look, we lost to the Supreme Court. We could have gone back to Florida to continue fighting in their state courts because they were down by 527 votes. Mm-hmm. Lieberman strongly urged yep. that they do that. Yep. Let's go fight. We're going to fight all the way. You know, and Gore would not. Mm-hmm. He would not. He refused to go put any scrutiny on Florida any further, even though he could have won. So I remind Democrats, I'm on the Joe Lieberman side. Yeah. You don't stop fighting until you know you lost. Well, it is an election, after all, that we're talking about. It's the highest stakes, and it's the highest priority that people look to America to come. I mean, it's a weird thing. We've become the kind of country that um, I've been saying we've become the kind of country that we used to send observers and aid to other countries. And it's an embarrassment, and we can fix it, and we should. And Jackie, thank you for your help on this. I, I, I Thank you for your time today, but thank you for your ongoing help on this effort. Really appreciate it. God bless you, Jackie. And thank you for all you do, and keep this story alive. Keep hope alive. Will do. We have not lost. That's the story. <laughs> that, that, I'll take it. I'll take it. Jackie Daly, God all bless. Right. Godspeed. I'm you Seth. Too. You bet. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. If you're in the midst of selling your home, it's not going well. Or if you're thinking about selling your home, I want you to call my friend James Wexler of JMG Real Estate. I've had friends use him and they rave about him. He guarantees to sell your home at market value or he will pay you the difference. He can also make you an upfront guaranteed offer within 24 hours of you reaching him if that's more convenient. He's the agent that sells more homes over $500,000 than any other agent in Phoenix and Scottsdale. Give James James Wexler a call at 480-386-0711 or visit him online at jameswexler.com. That's jameswexler.com. I'll tell you something. Um, got a couple emails on this. I don't know if this was a reversal or if they've just never called it, but um, the real clear politics analysis does not have Pennsylvania going to Donald Trump, and thus has the electoral college count at 259 to 214. That's short of 70. That's at realclearpolitics.com. Is it a conservative website? I wouldn't say so. I would say it's a center, moderate conservative website that publishes an awful lot of libs and dems, too. Um, I would say it's almost, almost, uh, it's 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 almost straight down the middle. Maybe one click to the right. Maybe one click, but uh, they have been um, seriously attentive to this, and they still have the race at two fifty nine, two fourteen. Well, Charles, you have been so patient. Thank you for your waiting, sir. Good to hear from you. Hi, Seth. How you doing? I am well, sir. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for your patience and your call. Um, you know that great and scary uh, dialogue from Brandon Weikert just plays right into what I wanted to talk Good. about. Good. Um, a lot of these never-Trumpers and the people that hate Donald Trump and use the reasoning, it's the tweets and it's what he says right. and how he insults people, which is all a bunch of just meaningless garbage to worry about. And I would ask them, uh, what are they willing to give up so that they don't have the tweets and the the image of orange man bad and you start when you start thinking about all of the things that were works in progress what happens to them right. look at the agreements in the middle east right. we had three monumental agreements and he said that he was hoping to get more right agreements. And then what Mr. Weikert mentioned about Korea, making gains there and focusing on China, all of this gone. And are we going to have to give up Mike Pompeo and get back John Kerry and Susan Rice? And what about the wall? Are they going to tear down the wall? Is that end and all the people back in again? And then we put them in cages so that then they can blame the Republicans? I mean, the things that they think that they're going to be getting away from and solving by getting rid of orange man bad is really things that they're not thinking about. And, you know, the Democrats are lost. You can't convince them. But I'm talking about all the, the Lincoln Project, yeah, I, the I, Neil yeah. Cavudos. People the, who used to support the principles that you're talking about. Right. Exactly. Right. It's an interesting thing, that Middle East peace thing, um, just that and that itself alone. Because, and you mentioned John Kerry, we played the audio of John Kerry saying you could never obtain Middle East peace that way. You always had to go do the Palestinian thing first before you could go to other Arab states. We have the audio somewhere. I don't need to play it right now. Yeah, but, I remember but, it. But, but, but yeah, just totally wrong. And it was the sign of something monumental changing in Middle Eastern affairs. 
And what's interesting to me about that is on the last one, what was the last one? It was it was it uh, was it Bahrain or what? no? It was the Sudan. On the last one, the Sudan. I remember a reporter asked Nancy uh, Pelosi what she thought of it. It was like a week before the election. Do you remember what she said? She said it's a distraction from the real issues in America. It was a distraction. Everything they could do to have us look away. Everything they could possibly do. The Sudan, are you kidding me? The home of the four, of the, of the, of the, of the three no's. An incredible achievement. The Sudan, which was, you know, the training grounds for Al Qaeda. Unbelievable achievement. And And you know who was going to be very unhappy if this thing falls through and Biden is president? It's going to be BB Netanyahu. Yeah. And even Boris well, Johnson. Well, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of people. I mean, Middle East peace is a world desire. It's but it's a just a lot desire. of stuff they're not thinking. No, about. I know, I know. Or at least their their hatred is so strong that they don't care to think about it. It's a good. It's p- worth more to them than yeah. all of those accomplishments. I know, I know, I know. It, they're just not conservatives anymore. Conservatives care about policies, right? Right. Bless you, Charles, for everything. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Seth. God bless. My favorite, my favorite product is Balance of Nature. I take it every single day, and I get over 10 servings, over 10 servings of 31 different fruits and vegetables, from apples and papaya to zucchini, cayenne pepper, kale, broccoli. I've been sick in over a year, and I usually get sick about four times a year when the seasons change. I, I attribute that to Balance of Nature. For your improved health and boosted immunity, I'd like you to try it, too. They have a great deal right now, offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of their fruits and veggies. Give them a call at 800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. Yeah, I mean, this is great. Someone just, uh, who did it? Drew Holden just put up a tweet from Eric Swalwell. Remember him? He's a congressman from California, ran for president in the Democratic primaries, didn't make it. In December of 17, so at the end of the first year of Donald Trump's presidency, he tweets out, Russia interfered with our election, with our election, and we're still investigating the Trump campaign's role. Yes, yes. Today he tweets out, this is not what democracies do. I can't say it enough. I think it's the line of the day. Byron York. What the Democrats did to Trump's 2016 victory was the longest and most weaponized accusation of election fraud and cheating in the history of America. We can take a few more days or weeks to investigate what looks to have a lot of things suspicious and wrong. It is a presidential election, after all. What happened to all those statements of Al Gore's in Florida? It's important we get it right, not right now. Rick is in Chandler. Hi, Rick. How you doing, Seth? Well, sir, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> to be considered, given what we uh, what was happening in our country today. Um, just a couple of real quick things. You know, back in '86, when um, Rupert Murdoch, you know, started, he had Barry Diller start the Fox Broadcasting Network. You know, it was called the Jiggle Network back then. It was the dirtiest of all the networks. 
And then in 96, when Fox News started, we're like, wow, this might really be something. I never quite trusted Rupert because for him, starting Fox News was always just a financial venture. Nobody was in the field doing conservative news, okay? So this whole thing with Neil Cavuto, and I don't know if your listeners were still around, but at 1.57 our time, Phoenix time, at the end of his show, um, they, they were talking about um, about uh, what to call Biden, and he said, Neil Cavuto said, well, technically... Uh, it, it, he is technically the president-elect. Well, that's absolutely not true. He is not technically the president-elect. He is not technically the president-elect. That is a bad exactly. fact. And, yeah. and, exactly. And he said he was technically the president-elect. No, well, just he's not. Fox says it, yeah. doesn't make it a case. Yeah, right? no, he and, is not. And, <laughs> the yeah, electors what, have not. Have, no, right, right, yeah, no. Somehow yeah, absolutely, I, absolutely. If, somehow, it's it's not quite December 9th yet, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and, and when we get done, you might remember, you might remind your, your listeners of the whole Melissa, Melissa Francis, Harris Faulkner, little tay-to-tay with Newt Gingrich. Shutting Newt Soros. Gingrich up for bringing up the right. name George Soros. That was the most pregnant eight, 10 seconds in, uh, in broadcast. It was, aw- it was so know. awkward, it was uncomfortable to watch. I watched it live, and I just thought, wow, something's I, going on here, right? Indeed, and I kept watching and watching. I think it doesn't get any easier to watch it again and again. It was very horrid. Yeah, I mean, right. it shocked Newt Gingrich. And yep. How can you shock Newt Gingrich? Well, it shocked uh, Newt Gingrich, and it shocked Harris Faulkner, and it shocked everyone who was watching, and it was just weird. It was weird, but there's been a lot of weird over at Fox lately, a lot weird. And it's getting worse and worse, you know, because Rupert's retiring, you know. So Lackland, the second son, is taking over. It was going to be James, but he got in trouble with the whole news of the world thing in, in London, you know, the whole cell phone thing. Yeah. So Lackland's kind of taking over. And James is even more liberal than Lackland, but Lack- Lackland is certainly left of center. I wouldn't call him a progressive, but you don't really kind of quite know. I don't even know. Yeah, if, I whole- mean, I don't even know if he's calling this shot or not, or these shots or not. It's possible. Possible? I don't know. I, I I haven't been involved in Fox in many many years on the inside of it. Anyway, it's been a long right. time, so I I just don't know. Um, but I will tell you that you know there's a lot of explanations, and some of it is that you know maybe the ideologies are just showing because they want to be part of the crowd that isn't excluded anymore. You know, I think they. I, I said it earlier, and I think I'm right. I think it hurt a lot of the personalities over there, not the evening personalities, but the daytime personalities, when the DNC refused to let them have a uh, host a DNC primary debate. And I, oh, I think yeah. they just don't like feeling like they're not part of the club after these many years. I, I really sure. do. Yeah. I really do. And a lot of the, you know, the evening hosts, you know, the, the big powers, the big money, yeah. the, the cash cows for Fox in the evening, they're having a great deal of angst with the, with some of the the, the daytime people. You oh, know? I'm sure they but are. Like, I'm sure they yeah, are. Yeah, and, and like Jackie was mentioning before, I think, when, you know, this whole Sinclair Broadcasting thing some years ago, they were going to try to merge with Tribune Broadcasting, make WGN in Chicago like the flag is flag station for a new network. And they just, and what kept coming out from Sinclair was the time isn't right. Well, that's not a no. That's a time isn't right thing. Well, I'm wondering if the time is right now for someone to step in. You know, well, something's going to shift because some. I mean, there will be, and I, I'm not privy to much, but I will tell you after what we've experienced with Facebook and Twitter and what we've experienced right. with Fox. See, Roger Ailes understood something important that yes, seemed did. to me obvious, but I guess was not obvious to others. That um, there is a market for 50 percent of the American public. Exactly. You know, <laughs> he <Exactly>. understood that. <laughs> and, and I still yeah, believe it yeah. true today. There is a sure, market sure. for 50 percent of the public. 
Sure, just, you know, for me, I don't quite, you know, Newsmax is a little hokey and OAN. They're there, but they don't really quite have the heft of Fox. It took Sinclair Fox a while, too. I remember the early days. I mean, it takes a little while for these guys to get to get it right. It, it You know, startups are hard. Heck, I mean, my first radio show was all hiccups. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, well, indeed, indeed. But, yeah, I, I think it would be interesting to, to find out more about, you know, uh, what's going on with Sinclair. We'll look and into see if it. something sure. coalesces about, about a single source. Keep your eyes open. You bet. Keep your eyes indeed. open. Thanks, Fox Seth. has created a market. That is for sure. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Thanks for spending some of your afternoon with us, Fred. I'm sorry. It's just such a short segment. But if you call back tomorrow, your topic looks really interesting, and we will put you right ahead of the pack based on your patience and waiting. Fred in Fountain Hill. Sorry I couldn't get to you. Um, I didn't I, – I, I had to get this out today, and I didn't. I keep meaning to with the Pfizer story and the vaccine. Did you see Andrew Cuomo's comment on it on Good Morning America? He was asked about it about what he thought of Pfizer announcing that they have a vaccine that looks about to be 90% effective. He said, and I'm quoting him exactly, it's good news, bad news. The good news is the Pfizer tests look good and we'll have a vaccine shortly. The bad news is that it's about two months before Joe Biden takes over. And that means this administration is going to be implementing the vaccine plan. Close quote. You got that, folks? You got that? He cannot be happy that we have something that looks to be 90% effective against that which roiled our nation because it didn't happen on Joe Biden's watch. It was always about the politics, folks. It was always about the election. Don't think anything different. For those of you who have friends and family that say, give it up, hang it up, give it up, hang it up. I can't say it enough. It's the quote of the day, if not the week. Byron York. What the Democrats did to Donald Trump's 2016 victory was the longest and most weaponized accusation of election fraud and cheating in the history of America. It's an election that we could win or lose, that we may win or lose, I think we can spend the same amount of time Al Gore did at a minimum on one state over the case of many more states. Until tomorrow, God bless you. I'm Seth Leibson, class dismissed.